out and touch you this evening Lord and we know Lord that you meet our need this evening oh God and but we thank you that you are faithful Lord that you are true oh Lord you never disappoint oh Lord God oh Father whenever you come oh Lord you move in a special way oh Lord you speak to our hearts oh Lord where we need correction you correct us oh Lord God where we need encouragement you encourage us Lord and Father we just want to say thank you for your grace and your mercies oh God and Father, this evening, as we've come once again, Lord, in your haste, Lord, we're desiring that you move in a special way, Lord. But how we're grateful, Lord, of how you spoke to us this morning, Lord. But, Father, there's still a hunger, Lord, in our hearts, Lord. There's still a desire, Lord, once more, Lord, that you speak to us, Lord. 
So Father, we ask you have your liberty, Lord, in our midst, O God. Father, you discern the thoughts and intents of your people, Lord. Father, you move your servant out of the way, O Lord God. It'll be you speaking, Lord God. And Father, you being the hearer, Lord, who hear the word, O Lord. It don't be just the word that has been heard, O Lord. But Father, become a reality, O Lord God. Something that'll move into action, O Lord. Something, O Lord God. O Father, we will live by you, Lord Jesus, this evening. Lord, we just want to give ourselves to you, Lord. We just want to surrender to you. We want you to have your way, Lord. Lord, we want no humanity, Lord, in this this evening, Lord God. We want God in this, O Lord. So, Lord, we pray, Lord, you move, oh, Lord God. You speak, oh, Father, Lord God. Lord, you minister in a special way, Lord. You lift up our faith, oh, Lord, this evening, oh, God. The Lord, we can believe for the impossible, Lord, for you are the God of the impossible, Lord. Oh, Father, we pray, Lord, a sick thing, because it's the melody, Lord. May you touch her, Lord, and in a special way, Lord. May you raise her up again, Lord, and strengthen her, Lord God. Oh, Father, we look to you this evening, oh, God. The Lord, you speak sovereignly unto us, oh, Lord Jesus. Just want to say we thank you and we love you, Lord God, and we come it all to you now. Bless the name of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Amen. God bless you, brother. Ray. Musicians, God bless you. Thank you, Amen. I'm sure good to be able to speak again this evening, and you all always um, appreciate the opportunity to speak to the Bride of Christ. And if we can, I can follow up with what Brother Ed said this morning. You know, to be honest with you today, he's telling John the same thing as, as he was in my house. He said, you know, this this is the best congregation I've ever spoken to. And I really, I'm grateful to the Lord for it. Amen. For the believers here and the opportunity to speak to you. So, God bless you all. Amen. I appreciate each and every one of you. I really love each and every one of you. Amen. And, amen. And we sure appreciated the word this morning. Amen. How many enjoyed that this morning? Amen. That was wonderful. God bless you, Brother And well, he was saying he's going to leave some to me, so he did leave a little bit for me, so that is pretty good, amen. He, he just ended where we, he ended with our title, so um, we thank the Lord for that, amen. We believe that the Lord is moving, and we want to hear what the Spirit is saying, amen. I know what man is saying, but what the Spirit is saying, amen, amen. Let's take a Bible this evening, amen. We want to go to Matthew chapter 12, amen, Matthew chapter 12. Verse 38 to 42. Matthew 12, 38 to 42. Then certain of the scribes and of the Pharisees answered, saying, Master, we would see again a sign from thee. But he answered and said unto them, An evil and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign. And there shall no sign be given to it, but the sign of the prophet Jonas. For as Jonas was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The man of Nineveh shall rise in judgment with this generation and shall condemn it, because they repented at the preaching of Jonas, and behold, a greater than Jonas is here. The queen of the south shall rise up in the judgment with this generation and shall condemn it. For she, for she came from the uttermost part of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And behold, a greater than Solomon is here. Amen. The Lord bless his word. You might have you see it. Amen. Our title this evening is He is here. Amen. He is here. 
It's not so much a man being here, but he is here. We wouldn't be here if he wasn't here. Amen. Amen. We thank the Lord for that. So he's here. And as we said, Brother Ed just ended where we were trying to us last week as he was speaking. I was talking to him. I said, man, you, you, you took almost half of, half of what I had on my, the Lord had laid on my heart. And then Wednesday, Brother, Brother, um, Brother Tim Dodd came and he took the other half. So, um, <laughs> but well, Brother Ed continuing this morning left me a little bit. So it won't be too long this evening, Lord willing. Amen. 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 But we know that God is an omnipresent God. Amen. He is an omnipresent God and he cannot be omnipresent without being omniscient. Amen. Brother Branham will say. And he cannot be omniscient without being infinite. Amen. And and because of all this, we know that he is the all-omnipotent God. Amen. He is the almighty God. He is the all-powerful God. Amen. The all-knowing, the same yesterday, today, and forever. It wasn't so from the beginning, Phoenix 1960. Brother Branham said, now God is infinite. We all know that, that he cannot change. There is where our faith can rest so assured. If God says anything, it has to be that way forever. It can never be changed. Now, God is omnipotent, omnipresent. By being omniscient makes him omnipresent. He knows all things. But God could not be just like the air is. Amen. Brother Branham said, God cannot be just like the air is. He said, because God has a dwelling place. God is not a myth. God is a being. God, Jesus, he, God, pronoun, he is a being. Amen. He said, therefore, he's omniscient, omnipresent, omnipotent, and infinite. Now, to be infinite, it comes through the word infinite, which there is no limit. In other words, he's saying the meaning of infinite is there is no limit. Is that he is eternal. Eternal is like a ring. It goes around and around, and you're trying to find where it began or where it ended. There is no beginning or ending to it. Amen. So if our God is, is a God that has no beginning and, and has no ending, amen, and, and we believe that we have the Spirit of God dwelling on the inside of us, then we can say that we also had no beginning and we also have no ending, amen. That we are creatures of eternity, amen. That we were with Him from the beginning, amen. And we have been made manifested in this little block of time just to manifest the attribute that God has placed in you and He has placed in me. Just as Jesus Christ was made, manifest. He was God, made flesh in a little block of time to manifest his purpose. Amen. And you see, Jesus, when he's manifesting his purpose, he's manifesting according to what the Word says about him. Amen. According to what the Word says about him, that is what Jesus was manifesting. Amen. And we are also here in this age. Amen. And we are manifesting what God has spoken concerning us in this block of time. Amen. 
We are also manifesting what he has spoken to us in this block of time. And what we have to manifest is nothing else but the word of God. Amen. And the word of God said, though we may walk through the valleys of the shadow of death, no, we, we shall not fear. Amen. The word of God says that right in the presence of the enemy, he will prepare a table for us. Amen. The word of God says that we are the light of the world. Amen. The word of God says that we are the salt of the world. Amen. The word of God says we shall arise and shine because our light has come. Amen. Don't be a darkness in this world, yet there is still light in this world. Why? Because He is here. Amen. Not because of anything else, but because God is here. Amen. And wherever God is, and He is recognized that He is here, and He is made welcome, there is an atmosphere that is created. Amen. And in that atmosphere, the supernatural can take place. Amen. In that atmosphere, healing can take place. Amen. Amen. In that atmosphere, lives can be changed. Amen. In that atmosphere, there can be deliverance. Amen. But you see, the believer has to come to a place where they recognize that God is here. Amen. Because if you don't recognize that He is here, there is no way that we can create an atmosphere. Brother Branham said that He is not like the air. He is not a mid. He is a being. Amen. So if God is here, God is not here as, a, as an air floating around, but God is here because you are here, amen. God is here because he's dwelling on the inside of you, amen. That is the reason why he's here. If you weren't here, he wouldn't be here. But he is here because you are here. Because you have been chosen. Because you have been predestinated to be in this age. And that makes him a present God in this age. Amen. And when you recognize that he is here and you start to create the atmosphere. Or in other words, you start to make him welcome. Amen. Because it's not only about recognizing that he is here. But it's also important to make him welcome. Amen. So when we start to make him welcome, boy, get on our thoughts out of the way. Get on our doubts out of the way. Get on our fears out of the way. Amen. And we start to recognize that he's here and we start to make him welcome. Something will fix to happen. Amen. Amen. The atmosphere starts to get right. And when the atmosphere gets right, God moves on the scene. Amen. And I believe that this evening we're here because we desire to see God move on the scene. We desire to see God move on the scene. I believe you're not here because you're desiring to see me because there's not much to look at. Amen. But I believe you're here because you're desiring to see God to move on the scene. Amen. And God also is desiring to move on the scene. Amen. But you see, we must come to a place that we recognize Him and we make Him welcome. Amen. Friends, I don't know why we have to come to a service and, and you know, come to a service with a little expectation and go out with the little that we can get. Amen. I don't know why we must come to a service where we, we, we're feeling down and we're feeling weak and still go away feeling down and feeling weak. Amen. If God is here, I don't believe that God is here to see you come to a service weak and walk out weak. Amen. I don't believe that God is here to see you walk in a service sick and walk out sick. Amen. I believe God is here for a purpose. Amen. He's not here just to want to entertain you. He's here to be God in your life. Amen. He's not 
not here just to be a mess. He's here to be the reality of what he is called. And he can only be that if you allow him to be that. He can only be that if you open your heart and let him be that. He can only be that if you recognize him and you will make him welcome. Then he can be God. Amen. There is no other way that he can be God. Amen. Friend, there is a balm in Gilead. Amen. There is a physician here. Amen. There is a deliverer here. Amen. There is one that can set free. There is one that can set loose. There is one that can break shackles. That can break chain. He is called God. And he is here. But he can't do it with anyone else. But with you. Amen. He is here. Amen. Amen on this generation. He has chosen to be here. Amen. Brother Branham saying in the supernatural. Owens Borough, 1956, he said, but it's the attitude of the people that brings the results. Amen. It is the attitude of the people that brings the results. Amen. He said that's the reason that the Pentecost, they had to go they had to go to an open room and pray until the Holy Ghost came. Amen. Because they had to get to the right attitude. Amen. They were in there for 10 days. If they got on there the first day and they had a right attitude, it would have happened right there and then. But think about 120 people being in there. You think they all got along right away? Amen. They had to take time. They had to get the atmosphere right. They had to get under the right attitude in order for God to fulfill his promise. Amen. They said, uh, pray until the Holy Ghost came because they got in one place and one accord. Amen. They got in one place and importantly in one accord. Amen. There was no disunity in there. God cannot move in the midst of discord. Amen. God can only move in the midst of one accord. That's what the Bible says. Amen. I think it's Matthew 18, 19. We'll talk about if two can agree concerning certain things and they ask it, it shall happen. There has to be unity. There has to be one accord. The people must agree concerning anything. It will come to pass. Amen. Because when they came in one accord, then the promise came to pass. Amen. Brother Branham continues to say, it's the atmosphere what brings the results. Is that you believe that? Amen. Is that let every man and woman in this building this morning, boy or girl, get everything from their mind but the Lord Jesus. And believe that he's standing present right now. Amen. And you will see something happen that will cause headlines in the newspaper in the morning. Is that that's right. It's atmosphere. Amen. I don't believe that that's supposed to be just a quote. Amen. We're not looking for fame. No, that's not what we're looking for. But we're looking for God. And I don't believe that has to be just a quote. I believe that we can get into an atmosphere where God can move. Amen. I believe we can get to an atmosphere where it doesn't need for you to come here to be prayed for. But right by the preaching of the word, you can receive your healing. Because that's the age that we're living in. We're living in an age of the spoken word. Amen. It's okay to come to be laid hands on. That's perfectly fine. But the perfect will of God is for the word to be spoken. And for you to receive it. And let it become manifest. That is where we're going. Amen. 
that's what the preaching of the word is supposed to do. Amen. It's but you receiving that word because it's not the man speaking. It is God that has gotten behind the man and he speak. You heard it on Wednesday about the badger's camera. It is not about the badger's camera. It's about the one that is behind that. The one that is on the inside of that. He's the one doing the speaking. And if you can receive that word, it can change your life. It can change your situation. God hasn't changed one bit. Amen. Oh, if only we can create that atmosphere. God is ready to move, amen. God is willing to move, amen. God is willing to change situations, amen. He's been waiting on his pride to come to a place that it come to realization and a recognition to say, God is here. Amen. Not a man is here, but God is here, amen. Oh, friends, and in even every service we can have that attitude. We have our meetings coming up, friends, if we can have that attitude that God is here. Not a mess, but God in you is here. Amen. Because, you know, many a times, and I had that before, the, you always think that God is, you know, just there. And if only you can bring him down. That's the enemy trying to put that in your mind. God is not there, and if you can bring him down, God is here. Amen. That's the age that we're living in. God is here. Amen. And if we can start to recognize that, then he'll start to come on the scene. If you can't start to recognize where God is, then he'll come on the scene. You see, when Jesus was on the earth, if all of the people could recognize and see where he was at, and they could get to him and recognize him and go with the right attitude, they received what they needed. Amen. Amen. And if that same Jesus is on the inside of you and on the inside of me, and we can recognize him and have the right attitude and create the right atmosphere, then he will meet our need. Because he's the same God. He hasn't changed. Amen. And in every service we can come into that one accord and, and believe that this bride is justified. Amen. Now that is one of the points that the enemy will hit many a times. Mistakes. I had it last week. Mistakes. Failures. Oh yeah. He'll hit it over and over again. But if you can understand that God is here and this bride is justified. In other words, this bride never did it in the first place. Amen. God cannot remember it. Amen. Your record has been destroyed. Amen. The moment you go on your knees and you confess your sin with sincerity, your record is destroyed. Amen. It is destroyed. But Satan will tell you it's not. But I want you to know this evening. Your record is destroyed. Your condemnation is destroyed. Your guilt is destroyed. Everything that the enemy is pointing at you this evening. It has been destroyed. If you have confessed it and you believe that God is still God. Then everything has been destroyed. You have a right. You have a liberty. Because if we have no condemnation in our heart, then we have confidence with God. Your record has been destroyed. If you've got a bad record right now, if you confess that it can be destroyed right now. See, Satan wants us to think that we need to go through penances and all those kind of things. 
Now, when you confess, it has to take some certain days, and, and you know, God must, you know, take you through uh, the hall of judgment or whatever, I don't know, to talk about it and, and see if you are worthy to be forgiven. It is your promise. The moment you confess it, it is gone. It is gone. There's no point of you still dwelling on it. Is Satan trying to get you to still dwell on it? It is gone. It is forgotten. Amen. Amen. Think about it this way, church. You say you send us. It's written in, in red, right? It's the blood. Brother Branham will have the vision. And, uh, and as you have the vision, and when he was condemning the lady in the, in the bar, I think, and, and the Lord will pull him out, and he'll look out, and, and here was, here was uh, God writing the sand with, with a blue, red ink or his blood, amen. And, and later on, as you ask for forgiveness, you know, the Lord will throw it behind him, amen. So think of it this way. If your, your sand is red, as the scripture says in Isaiah, that your sand is red as scarlet, is that right? Amen. It's red as scarlet, amen. So your sin is red, and if it's going to be written as a red ink, amen. Now think about it, the blood of Jesus Christ is also red. Amen. And it came to bring you freedom. Amen. So now if there is a red blood that is right in your red sin. And if red goes through red, what do you see? Hallelujah. You will made this evening. So if there is a red blood right in your red sin, then what is God writing? He has nothing to write because your sin has been already forgiven. Amen. It has been already forgiven. You have no record in heaven of your guilt and all of your shame. The enemy keep condemning you about it. It is nowhere written in heaven. And if the church can come to one accord and believe and recognize that this bride is justified. Amen. This bride is justified. And we can come to another recognition and get into one accord and believe that this bride is an invincible army. Amen. This bride is an invincible army. I looked up what invincible mean and... Oh my, where am I at? Invincible. The word invisible means too powerful to be defeated or overcome. Amen. Too powerful to be defeated or overcome. And Brother Branham said that this bride is an invincible bride. That means that this bride is too powerful to be defeated or to be overcome. Hallelujah. Oh, and if dad and mom can realize that they are not just invincible in themselves, but they are invincible in their home. Amen. That the God that is on the inside of you is too powerful to be defeated or be overcome in your home. Amen. Then there is no devil in hell that can overtake your home. Amen. There is no devil in hell, I said, that can overtake your home. If you are an invincible bride, if you are one that is too powerful to be overcome, to be defeated, then tell me who can defeat you. It's because God is here. Because God is in you. And the enemy might sneak in with sickness. But you have the authority and the power to cast him out. Amen. Because God is here. Amen. 
He might sneak in and take your boy or take your girl and, and mix them up with the world. But you've got a right. God gave you that child. That is your inheritance. You've got a right to keep laying the claim and not waver one bit. Amen. Because you are too powerful to be defeated. In other words, Satan hasn't got enough to defeat you. If Satan wants to join all his forces in hell, there's still not enough to defeat you because you are too powerful. Amen. You are too powerful to be defeated. You are too powerful to be overcome. Why? Because God is here. He is here in you. And this bride is going to do the greater works. Amen. This bride is going to do the greater works. And Satan cannot stop it. Amen. Satan cannot stop it. Why? Because it is the spoken word of God. Amen. Satan cannot stop the spoken word of God. Amen. Just as much as God said, let there be, and there was. Amen. It was the spoken word of God. When he spoke it, it was. Amen. And in this generation, God has spoken and said, let it be a Mike, and he is. Amen. God has spoken, let it be a John, and he is. Let it be a Seth, and he is. Let it be a Ray, and he is. Satan can't stop it. Because you're already here. But I want you to notice something that everything that God spoke and God created is serving his purpose. The tree is serving its purpose. The ocean is serving its purpose. So if you have been spoken into existence, you've got a purpose. Amen. And Satan cannot stop that purpose. Amen. He can't stop that purpose. Amen. He couldn't stop the woman out of well. Amen. He couldn't stop Mary of oh, Mary Magdalene. He couldn't stop her. He couldn't stop Legion. It was legion on him, but they couldn't stop him because he had a right attitude, amen. He recognized that Jesus is here and he said, I must get to Jesus. And Satan couldn't stop him. Oh, hallelujah. He couldn't stop the three Hebrew children, amen. He can't stop you either. Amen. He can't stop you from receiving your healing. He can't stop you from receiving your deliverance. He can't stop you from receiving your, your freedom, young people. He can't stop you. Amen. Because you are the spoken word of God. And you are here to manifest the attribute that God has placed on the inside of you. And there is no creature on earth that can stop you. There is not a man, enough of man, demons in hell that can stop you. Amen. I believe that this bride is in a position for the greatest miracle that has ever happened since the Garden of Eden. Hallelujah. You wouldn't be deceiving him. This bride in the position of the greatest miracle that has ever happened since Eden. Because she has been restored. Amen. She has been restored and the Spirit of God is on the inside of her. And she has been given the authority to say, speak the word. He's been given authority to say, speak the word. This is the greatest miracle that has ever been of being born again. Never had it ever been a time that Christ has come to take full preeminence in a people. Until this time. The greatest miracle that has ever been since the Garden of Eden, where God and man has become one again. 
Amen. It is the greatest miracle. This bride is in that position this evening. You are in that position this evening because he is here. Amen. It is no more just a prophet anymore. It is now you. Amen. Don't say the Lord is not just in a prophet. Don't say the Lord is in you. It's in you, young person. You've got the say of the Lord. Because the Lord is in you. And you say what he says. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, he is here this evening. Amen. Live this year. He's seeking a sign. Lord, is here seeking a sign. An evil and adulterous generation. They are seeking a sign. And they have received a sign. Laodicea has received a sign. Oh, hallelujah. You are the sign that Laodicea has received. Are you with me this evening? You are that sign. You are the sign of the resurrection this evening. Oh, hallelujah. You are that sign. Christ resurrected in you again. Hallelujah. All I'm going to tell you this evening, a greater than Solomon is here. A greater than Brother Branham is here. Jesus is here. Hallelujah. He's here sitting on a pew. He's here in a young person. He's here in a dad. He's here in a mom. That is Jesus here. The greater than Solomon is here. Amen. Jesus is here. God is here, amen. Oh, if only this break can recognize him. If only this church can recognize him. That he is here. Not a man is here. But God has put on two feet. God has put on a hand again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God walking again in the darkest age ever. Amen. God being a mom at home. Oh, hallelujah. God doing the laundry, hallelujah. God going to work, hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. God and a young person. God preaching the word. God singing a special. Hallelujah. It is God again. Oh, come on, church. It is God again. Oh, he is here this evening. It is God again. Oh, hallelujah. John the Baptist was sent to be the forerunner of Jesus Christ. Amen. And John the Baptist came on the scene. And, and it came a point that John the Baptist said, Oh, he must decrease. And God and Jesus must increase. Amen. And we all can remember the account on the Ohio River. And how, you know, Brother Brown was baptized. I think the 17th person. And I think his name was Edward. And, and as he's baptizing him, a light will come down. And, and there's a voice that will come out of it. And he'll say, as John the Baptist was sent before run the first coming, so will your message for run the second coming. And we know that God always works according to a pattern. Amen. So if there was a forerunner for the first coming, there must be a forerunner for the second coming. Amen. But now the forerunner for the second coming, just as it was with John the Baptist, he must decrease for Christ to increase. Hallelujah. So if the forerunner has come and he has decreased, then where is Jesus Christ? Hallelujah, you were me this evening. If the forerunner has come, he has decreased. So where is Jesus Christ? I don't know you, but I am looking at him. I am looking at him this evening. Jesus is here. Hallelujah. Are you with me this evening? He is here. 
Brother, brother, brother John will take that service under the Son of Man uh, still on earth again. And we came to that end of the service and we knew the answer without any shadow of doubt. He is here. The forerunner has come. He has decreased. Jesus is on the scene. Jesus is on the scene. Jesus is in you on the scene. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. If only we can create the right atmosphere this evening. Oh, it is unlimited what God can do this evening. It is unlimited what God can do in every service. It is unlimited what God can do in the meetings that are coming. If only you can recognize that he is here. If you can recognize that Jesus has put on flesh again. Hallelujah. He has put on flesh again. And he is here. Oh, hallelujah. But many a times, you know, we come to a service and... We come with no expectation. We come with no expectation. We just come to a service and well, whatever it is will be. Que sera, sera. Yeah. That's the way sometimes we come to a service. Whatever will be, will be. But oh friends, if we can change that attitude. And come to a service with a determination. Amen. And say, I've got this need. And I am coming to the service because I know that God is here. He is in me. And I'm going to join my lick of fire with all the licks of fire. And there's going to be a great fire that is going to be illuminated. Amen. And when that fire illuminates, the power of God is going to lose. And when it gets loose, my desire, my need, it will be met. Oh, if we can come with a determination to every service, believing that God is here. Believing that God is going to meet that need. And if you come in that service and that need is not met, you come back in the next service, even with a greater desire that God is going to do. Oh, church, it's time to change the attitude. Amen. To come to the service believing with an expectation. Brother Branham said, you get what you expect. Amen. And if you come expecting and deceiving or whenever, whichever service you come to say, I am walking out of this building free with a determination. I tell you, you will walk out of that building free. It is what you believe is what will be. If you come to the service and say, oh, I am walking out of this place completely delivered, you will walk out delivered. And if you go out there and, and you're still filling the pool, you come back and have a greater desire to say, well, it didn't happen. I am looking for it to happen. Amen. And you know what you're doing? You're going from glory down to glory. Amen. If you come into the service and you get delivered and you go out and, and you know God all he's doing is trying to mold you and shape you and get you to the right place. And so you keep on allowing things to happen for you to recognize your weakness and for you to recognize the different parts of you that needs to change. So you come to a service and, and you be so determined for certain things and God will deliver you from it. And you know it will be completely gone and you go out and something else will come up. Amen. And you realize, well, I'm delivered from that when this, this has come up. Well, you come back to the service and expectation that the same God that delivered you from the first one will deliver you again. 
You come to say, God, the power that you gave me or the strength you gave me was good, but I need more to overcome this. And what are you doing as you're going from glory unto glory? Amen. Glory unto glory. And there will come a place where your inner being will be so filled with the glory of God that one day you will take a step and your body will have to be glorified as well. Hallelujah. Your glory starts from the inside. The body change starts from the inside. Oh, if you can come to that place that you start going from glory to glory. Hallelujah. Every servant say, God, I need more. God, I need more. God, I need more. And he will pour more. You have a desire for more because there is more. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. Amen. If we will come with a determination, I tell the church, God will glorify his name. Brother Branham says in the supernatural, it says, and it's the atmosphere that brings the miraculous and wonders and powers of God among the people. It's the atmosphere of the people. It's that when the people get to a place, they're reasoning and wondering and stealing and thinking and all tore up. And they don't even know where they don't even know where they do stand. Is that half of them don't even half of them not even scripturally taught. But I don't believe that pertains to us. I believe that we've been scripturally taught. Amen. Brother Branham said, how can you expect the atmosphere to be right? He said, you can't do it. It won't be right. He said, it's got to be in one accord, one place, and set around with one motive, one thing, then you're going to see something happen. And now let me say this. The one accord is not only being between you and your brother. You are a three being creature. And the one accord must be in the inside of you. Where your body, your spirit, and your soul are in one accord. Amen. Not your mind reasoning on something, thinking, well, I don't think that is actually possible. And, you know, I don't think God can do it. You're not in one accord in your own self. And God cannot move. When your eyes are looking at something and your soul is telling you it is possible. But what your eyes are seeing are saying, well, I don't think that can happen. You're not in one accord. Amen. Amen. You're not in one accord. And God cannot move. But when the body and the spirit and the soul are saying the same term, saying that God said it, and I believe it, and I'm waiting for it to be manifested, then you are in one accord, and you can expect the supernatural to take place in your life. Oh, hallelujah. That is when you get into one accord. Amen. When the atmosphere is right. It was a Jairus' home, amen. And and Jesus will come to Jairus' home. And, and as Jesus will walk into Jairus' home, here is Jairus' daughter dead. And, and here are all the skeptics around. And all the critics are there. And, and all the unbelievers are there. And they're not believing for a miracle. And here is Jesus standing present. But he's not being recognized. Amen. And he couldn't do anything. 
He stood there, couldn't do anything until he sent them all out. And he said, you all get out of this place. Get out of this place. And he took in the people that recognized him to be the Messiah. He took in the people that believe that he is still a miracle working God. He took in the people that believe that he can still raise the dead. Amen. And when they went in there, the supernatural took place. Why? Because they were in the right atmosphere. They were all in one accord. And they all believed that Jesus was with them. They all believed that God was made manifested in the midst of them. And so they could expect the supernatural to take place. Amen. But this evening, Jesus has walked into another Jairus' house. Amen. Jesus has walked into another Jairus' house and it is your body. He has walked into your body. He has walked into your spirit. He has walked into your soul. But he cannot move if there is doubt in there. He cannot move if there is fear in there. He has walked into another Jairus' house this evening. But there is no way he can move if you don't move the doubt out of the way. There's no way he can move if you don't move the critical spirit out of the way. If you don't move the skeptic spirit out of the way, he can't move. You make him paralyzed. You know what sometimes the bride is doing? They are binding God by the change of circumstances. You know Satan is going to be bound by change of circumstances in the millennium because he's not going to have anyone to work through. But now that is what the bride is doing. The appointing God will change the circumstances. Not making themselves available for God to move through. It is time to change the picture. Friends, it's time to change the picture. We can't point God with a change of circumstances. That is not what this bride is called to be. We call to make God live again. That's not what this bride is called to be. Friends, it's time for us to change. Let me say this church, you can't come to church and sleep. Amen. How do you expect God to move? How do you expect God to move? How do you expect to be delivered? How do you expect to walk in freedom? Let's be honest this evening, church. We have far gone down the road. It's time to be Christians. It's time to be believers. Amen. This is the church of the living God. We were at a, at a passion play yesterday and in Drumhalloran. And you know, Jesus would walk into, walk, you know, as they were playing, the, 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 doing the play, and Jesus would walk into the sanctuary. And he started to turn down all the tables. Throw them all down and said, you guys have made the house of God a den of thieves. And it's supposed to be a house of prayer. We don't want to make this house a sleeping room. This is not a bedroom. Come on, church. This is not our bedroom. This is the house of God. This is a house of prayer. This is a house of deliverance. God is here. 
but we've got to recognize him, church. Amen. If we don't change our attitude, we don't live in this place. Amen. Hallelujah. He is here. He's walked into another Jairus' house. But what is he seeing in Jairus' house? Doubt and unbelief. Weaknesses. And we need to push it all out for him to be God in Jairus' house. For him to raise the dead again. For him to see heal the sick again. For him to deliver again. He's walked into another Jairus' house. Amen. And oh, if tonight we can move all those things out of the way. Hallelujah. And we can paint our conscience and recognize that he is here. Amen. Then he will move and do the supernatural. Brother Branham says, the presence of God unrecognized. Listen to that tape sometime this week. The presence of God unrecognized. He said, now when he is not recognized, he's always not revealed. If we don't recognize him, he can't reveal himself. Amen. If he is not recognized, his power is always not revealed. When he is not recognized, no matter how much God is standing present, you've got to believe it. Amen. No matter how much he's standing present, you've got to believe it. He was standing present right in the midst of the Roman soldiers. Jesus sitting right there and they couldn't recognize him. And they hit him on the head and said, you know, tell us who hit you. He couldn't move. He couldn't say even a word because they didn't recognize him. If they had gotten on their knees and said, we believe that you are the king, you are the, king, you are the Messiah that have come, he would have spoken. He would have spoken. But because they didn't recognize him, he had none to say to them. But some few hours later, he will be hanging on a cross. And here is a man who has lived his whole life in sin and, and been a robber and been a bad man. But in a little moment, he recognized the king of kings. He recognized him and he said, let me be with you in your kingdom. Just remember me when you get there. Just remember me. But because he recognized him, he said, no, I'm not just going to remember me. Remember you, but you are going with me right now. We are going home right now. Why? Because he recognized him. And if we don't recognize him, nothing can take place. He can't reveal himself if we don't recognize him. If we don't recognize his presence. Oh, hallelujah. But the woman with the blood issue, she recognized him. Amen. She recognized him and, and here she is. And here is an event, something that she's never had before. Never has ever been a man that has touched the garment of Jesus and been healed. But she had a faith. She had no doubt in her heart that if I can reach out and touch the hem of his garment, something is going to change in my situation. She recognized him. And when she held on that garment, the supernatural was released unto her. 
And if this evening you can recognize it, it might be impossible. It might be something that you've looked through the scriptures and say, oh, I don't know how this could be. But if you can believe it, if you can believe it and say, Lord, I am holding on to my faith that this is possible. God can bring it to pass. Amen. Because he is here. Oh, hallelujah. He is here. Amen. Oh, God. He is here. Brother Branham continues to say the presence of God unrecognized. Is that if we can only do that to knowing people. He said, if we could only realize that he is appearing to us in these meetings for one purpose. That's to release our desire that we have in him to us. Amen. Let me read that quote again. He said, if we could only realize that he is appearing to us in these meetings for one purpose. That's to release our desire that we have in him to us. The sole purpose that is here is to release the desire that we have in him to us. Amen. Is that but we've got to recognize his presence. Is that and how and now how you recognize his presence is when the promised word for this age is made manifest. That is how you recognize his presence. When the promised word for this age is made manifest. Not the promised word for Moses' age or another age. It's the promised word for this age. When we recognize the promised word for this age, amen, then he is made manifest. Amen. And we see that the promised word has been made manifest. And if we can recognize us and know that Jesus is here, what is the promised word for this age? Jesus in you again. That is the promised word for this age. Amen. Is Jesus in you? That is the promised word for this age. And if we can recognize it and know that He is here, Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Then He is going to release your desire. Amen. But you know, one time, the only way, oh, hallelujah, I love this. The only way that God can release His desire is by the spoken word. God cannot release his desire without the spoken word. He had a desire to have a world, and so he spoke it. And he said, let there be, and there was. He had a desire to have animals walking on this earth, so he spoke it, and they were. Oh, hallelujah. He had a desire to be made manifest in this day. And so he spoke it through the prophet Isaiah. And he did come in the form of Jesus Christ. He had a desire that in Laodicea, oh, he will reveal his promised word to his bride. And so he sent the prophet. Oh, hallelujah. And so he sent the prophet, and he spoke his word, and the bride became manifested. Oh, hallelujah. He cannot express his desire without a spoken word. 
and he has another desire in this last age and that is to express himself on the inside of you and the only way that he can express himself on the inside of you is by the spoken word hallelujah it is only by the spoken word god is looking for a voice in this last age amen He's looking for a voice in this last age, and he needs your voice. He needs your voice. Oh, hallelujah. Because that's the only way he can express his desire. It is by the spoken word. And that's why this pride has been made the last voice in this last age. Because God has got one more desire, and that's the desire for a change of the body. Amen. The fullness of the third pull. Amen. The change of the body. But we are walking towards them. And as we walk in towards them, the word is becoming flesh on the inside of us. And we are speaking the word. And if we can speak that word and believe that word, he will bring it to pass. Because right from the beginning, when he spoke the word, he believed the word and it came to pass. Oh, he wasn't worried whether the light was going to come out or it wasn't going to come out. He spoke and he believed in Genesis chapter 1 that it was going to come. It didn't matter how long it took. It was going to come because he spoke. Oh, hallelujah. And when he was done speaking, you know what he did? He just went down and he said, oh, mine, I am done speaking the word. All is good. And I am just going to rest because it is coming to pass. Because I have spoken. Oh, and you've got the same authority this evening. I hope you will make sure the same them. You've got the same authority because that same God, He's here to save them. That same God has made Himself manifest again. Oh, hallelujah! Oh, hallelujah! Oh, hallelujah! Oh, He wants to express His desire. Hallelujah! But it's only by the spoken word. And he needs your voice. He needs my voice. Hallelujah. Ladies here seeking for a sign. They found the sign. The sign is sitting in an anti-master tabernacle. Here is the sign, ladies here. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. He needs a voice to speak deliverance. He needs a voice to speak healing. He needs a voice to speak freedom. He needs a voice to claim back your loved one. He's looking for a voice. Oh, hallelujah. Because he's got a desire. He's not losing even one of them. But he needs you to bring them home. Because he is here in you. What do you think he's going to do? You think God is going to come now in some magic form and do it? You are the one that is going to do it. Because he's in you. Your prodigals are coming back because he's here in you. That is how they're coming back. It is by your voice that they're coming back. It is by your prayer that they're coming back. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, he is here this evening. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, mine. Oh, if I lose it for a little bit, just forgive me. But I wish you could feel what I feel right now. He is here, church. 
Oh, I hope it can become a reality in your heart right now. He is here. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brother Branham says the presence of God unrecognized. He said it dwells in his word. And his word comes into your heart and speaks itself out. Amen. Are you women this evening? He dwells in his word. And his word comes into your heart and speaks itself out. Hallelujah. Oh, my. And declare he interprets his own word through you. Hallelujah. He said he is trying to find somebody he can get a hold of to show that he is still God. He is trying to find somebody. Oh my. See, and he is. He would do that if he can just get somebody he can speak to. And this evening, he is speaking. Amen. He said if he can get another woman with a blood issue, he can still speak the same term. He can still do the same term. Making known, declaring, we are in the presence of God. We are in the presence of God. And his word was from the beginning. And his word has been made manifested. And his word in your heart wants to speak out again. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Mine, I, oh, mine, we won't finish it this evening. But let me. Oh, mine. You see, the queen of Sheba, or the queen of the side, she had a baby, Solomon. And you know what she did? She left the town, the city, and went all the way across to, to go and hear the wisdom of Solomon. Amen. She put aside her dignity. She put aside her pride. She put aside everything that she was and all her reputation and her traditions. She put them all aside because she has seen that God was made manifest in a man. Amen. But this evening there is another queen of Sheba sitting here. Amen. And Jesus is here. And he's here in you. And if the queen of Sheba this evening can move aside all her reputation. If the queen of Sheba can move aside every tradition. If the queen of Sheba this evening can move aside every thought of her own. And say I'm going to meet Jesus. The queen of Sheba I'm talking about is you and me. Amen. If we can move all of, all of that out of the way, then we are going to see him. He is going to discern our thoughts and intents. And he is gonna, not just going to discern them, but he is going to fulfill what is needed to be fulfilled, to be able to bring to pass whatever that is your desire. Amen. Amen. She recognized and she left everything. Friends, this bride is in a position to witness the supernatural again.
Amen. That every enemy will have no place to stand in any service. Amen. Friends, that's where God wants his bride to be. Satan is not supposed to come to a service and still leave the service. With you. If Satan walks in a service, before the service ends, he must be out already running. Amen. He must be out running. Amen. That is where we're living at. But if only we can recognize that he is here. Hallelujah. That he is here. That he has made himself manifested again. Amen. Friends, let me say this. We were one time lost, but now we are saved because he is here. Amen. We were one time bound, but now we are free because he is here. Oh, we were one time in darkness, but now we have sent the light because he is here. Hallelujah. I am looking at him right now. I am looking at him sitting there. I am looking at him. I am looking at him. Oh, hallelujah. He is here. Amen. Oh, I believe the time has come for the church to let go and let God have his way. Amen. It's time to let go and let God have his way. He is here. Amen. He's here sitting on a pew, Brother Jerry. Amen. He's here sitting on a pew, Brother Michael. He's here sitting on a pew, Brother Marshall. He is here. Amen. He's here saying in his own word. Amen. I believe that this evening I can shake hands with an amateur God. Amen. I can shake hands with an amateur God. Because deity has made itself manifest again. I am looking at young people that have been God manifested young people. Amen. A deity has come down in a people again. Oh, if only we can let go and let God have his way. Amen. We are looking at you. You're looking for God. Just look next to you. He's sitting right next to you. He's put on a badge of skin. Oh, hallelujah. I said he's put on a badge of skin. And he's come sitting right next to you. Hallelujah. He's back again. You're looking for him. He is here. The same God that that day on that desert, he came down, blew a dust and stepped into it and started to walk towards the tent of Abraham. Oh, hallelujah. That same God has took on some Edmonton dust. Oh, hallelujah. And he stepped into it. Oh, glory be to God. He stepped into some Edmonton dust. And he is here. Hallelujah. Oh, he is here. He's put on dust again. Hallelujah. Don't worry about the gray hair. It is still him. Oh, hallelujah. It is still him. He's put on the dust. He's made manifest again. Oh, church, I hope you recognize. Young people, I hope you recognize. Now Jesus is here. He's here to manifest himself again. 
He's here to be God in you. He's here to give you your desire. He's here to point the enemy again. He's here to point disease again. He's here to possess the gates of the enemy. Oh, hallelujah. He is here. Oh, hallelujah. All I'm going to say this one time, church, one of these days, sister, you're going to make your hair for the last time. Oh, hallelujah. You're going to make your hair for the last time. One of these days, brothers, you're going to put on your toy for the last time. Oh, because he is here. Oh, hallelujah. He is here. One of these days, we're going to open this Bible for the last time. Oh, one of these days, we're going to sit on this pew for the last time. One of these days, you walk through that door for the last time. Hallelujah. Why? Because he is here. Hallelujah. The wedding has taken place. You are married. Hallelujah. You're no more a single being anymore. Your first husband is dead. And you can get remarried. And Jesus came and proposed to you. And you said, yes, I do. Hallelujah. You are married. And we are on our way to the wedding supper. Oh, hallelujah. We're on our way to the word and supper. I can see the trumpeters cleaning their trumpets. Oh, hallelujah. They're making a shiny. Why? Because the bride is coming. The bride is coming. They're making sure the trumpet has got no spot on them. Why? Because the bride of Jesus is coming. Oh, hallelujah. They're sat on the table. Why? Because the bride of Jesus is coming. Heaven is getting ready. The angels are getting ready. Oh, Oh, hallelujah. They are waiting for you. Hallelujah. They are waiting to see the bride walk down those streets of gold again. Oh, hallelujah. They are saying they've been away from home for a little too long. We can't wait for them to come back home. This is not your home. Your home is above. You were you born from above, made manifest, and you are going back. We are going back. There is nothing that is going to hold us here anymore. We are going back. This bride is going back home. Oh, they are ready. They are ready. Oh, hallelujah. But are you ready? Hallelujah. Are you ready to leave? Are you ready to leave? Are you ready to take one more step and say, oh, I'm living this place? Oh, hallelujah. Put on away this budget can to put on the real glorified body. Hallelujah. The one that has no fault. The one that has no sickness in him. The one that has no weakness in him. Hallelujah. The one that was made of God. The one that I was before there was even a creation. Oh, hallelujah. We are going back. It is too late, Satan. It is just too late. You can't hold this bride anymore. You can't stop her anymore. She has been set loose. Hallelujah. By the revelation of the word of God. She has got to know who she is. What she is. And the word is going to be made manifested. How many believe that this evening? You believe that this evening? Why don't you stand on your feet? And you start to declare. And say if God is here. Then I'm claiming what is mine. If God is here. Then I am going to speak the 
the word. If God is here and he's put on some dust of Edmonton, I'm going to let that dust get out of the way and let God become God on the scene this evening. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, he is here this evening. The king of kings is here. The Lord of lords is here. The all-powerful, the almighty, the unchanging God, the everlasting father. Oh, he is here. The musicians can come. He is here. The impossible can be made possible. He's waiting to express his desire once again. His desire once again. And the only way he can express that desire is by the spoken word. Amen. You heard it this morning. Your time has come to speak the word. That's the only way he can express his desire. And if you have got a desire, and that desire is according to the word of God, he is here to bring to pass that desire. Boy, the spoken word. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. He hasn't changed. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Oh, hallelujah. We know the song, healing is here. Healing is here. Healing it is here. Healing is here. It is here. Healing is here. You believe it this evening. And I. Lift up your hands this evening. And I lift my hands oh, yes, Lord. to the heavens. Lift my eyes where my help comes from. Oh, yes, Lord. I here this evening. You can be set free this evening. Freedom I don't know what you're going through, but you can be set free this evening. Freedom is here. Hallelujah. Lord, I receive it. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, freedom is
them this evening that he is here amen all things are possible to them that believe amen nothing is impossible to God but nothing is impossible with you also if only you can believe all things are possible let God be God amen create a right atmosphere not only in church as you go on to work as you go on to school as you go on wherever you go on to let our atmosphere be with you. Amen. And let God be God in it all. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And let him have liberty in you. We don't want to bind him, but a change of circumstances. Amen. We are the vessels that he wants to work through. So let's give ourselves completely and totally to him. Amen. How many will do that this evening? Amen. Hallelujah. Let's sing that song. All I want to see is Jesus. Amen. And we ask for the air to come. Amen. All we want to see. All I want to see is Jesus. Oh, all I want to see is Him in me. And all I want to see is Jesus. Amen. 
Jesus tonight. I believe that we've seen God just moving us a little further. We can, we can look back and we can say things, but I believe there's things ahead of us and it's going to take us to move a little further. How many can say they appreciated the Lord ministering to us tonight? Amen. I believe as our brother ministered, there was some things that I think are a challenge to us. Our house, if you take the type of the house of Jairus, Jesus had to put out all of those who did not believe because he could not operate. If we want to see more of Jesus, we need to put some things out. I need to put some things out. Every one of us needs to put something out. Because we need, to, we need to be focused and say, Lord, we want you to be welcome. I, I do want him to be welcome. I, there's something in my heart that says there's more for us. But there's also something we have to do. And I want to be one of those that does something. I believe God's got things for us. We're not going to prolong the service tonight. But I, I want you to take the word that God has ministered. Don't, don't just brush it off. But you go home tonight and you pray and say, Lord, you spoke to me. Now, Lord, let me do something. Let me welcome you tomorrow in my life. Tomorrow morning, tomorrow through the day, the next day. And as we move a little further, that it would be a little bit more of him. I, I'm, I'm looking for that. Are you, are you in agreement? Let's move together. Amen. 
Lord, let me rise on the wings of faith. Sometimes the way down here gets rough. Oh, and I look at Satan's blood. 